You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Well, well, what's up, everybody? Happy Friday to all of y'all. I'm going to deem this freezing Friday because that's exactly what it is. So y'all see me. I am right here at my home studio today, but we are still bringing you the show. Of course, you are watching The Day with Trey, and I'm your host, Trey Holiday. So excited to have y'all with us and joining us on this freezing Friday. I will. You all are staying warm. Before we get into anything, we want to make sure y'all see these winter weather warnings. I know everybody is uh, getting them uh, tips on their phone. Stay away from those down power lines. And honestly, right now is the time to avoid driving if at all possible. Um, for those who have not already stocked up on food and water, please utilize what you have in your homes. This is the time to pull out, you know, the pasta that's been sitting there for a minute, you know, sauce maybe that's in the jar or the can. Uh, this is the time to really be sure that you're utilizing what you already have in your fridge and only going out if it's absolutely necessary. Uh, we are all experiencing this freeze uh, in so many different states across the country, and it is real, y'all. The roads are icy, so we are playing it safe here by being at our home studios today. But I want to thank my director, Cuddy Curtis Delgado, always for taking care of us right here on The Day with Trey, making sure that we are good, but also that we're bringing y'all the show. Well, I'm excited because I got some amazing guests that are joining me and shout out to them for making the shift. Uh, they look great on their home camera, so I can't wait to uh, talk to all of them. We got three folks from the Paddington crew who will be here uh, joining me closer to the top of the show. We're going to be talking about Paddington Saves Christmas is going on right now at Seattle Children's Theater until December 31st. And then our friend Blazing Space from Weird at Night is going to be joining us toward the end of the show. They have an amazing special coming up tonight. And I don't know if y'all have seen my alter ego character, but Trey Halloween is definitely making an appearance. So I can't wait to dive in with him as well. Of course, it's the top of the show. So it's a great time for you to tag and share the stream. Go ahead, you know, tag and share this stream with folks who feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. And if you can't watch us, you can always listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Oh, you name it. We're on all the platforms. Just search for us on whichever one is your favorite. You should find us right there. Well, I want to dive right into it because I'm so excited to have with me today Kyle Mahoney, Anthony, and I also got Ricky Downs in the building. What's up, y'all? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey, Yang. Thank you so much for making it work. Look, we had several different things. We were supposed to be doing this a while back, so I'm so glad we were able to get y'all on before the show is ending. And I just got to start with this. I mean, y'all have a very unique set of skills. Tell us a little bit about what y'all do for this show. 
Well, sure thing. Uh, Kyle, uh, Ricky, and Anthony, That's we right. all perform Paddington, Paddington Bear, uh, in uh, Paddington Brown, I should say, in Paddington Saves Christmas at the Seattle Children's Theater. And we are puppeteers. That's right. So we both uh, puppeteer and operate the Paddington Puppet as well as provide voice for Paddington. Yes. Um... Obviously, uh, there's a lot of performers out there who all have their niche skills, but people are always so much more intrigued when you tell them, oh, yeah, I'm a puppeteer That's for a right. living. Um, it requires a lot of you know, upper body strength, shoulder strength, and uh, back strength, too, to be able to hold up uh, a puppet as big as Paddington is, because he is. it is a life-size puppet of around what a bear would probably be to a human if bears actively talk with humans. <laughs> That's right. And many of these patented puppets have big hats on their heads. And it may not seem like it uh, for the layman, but wigs and hats tend to make puppets that much heavier because all the weight is on the top of your hand. And so we do have plenty of scenes that are sort of rougher to do than others. Yeah, so both uh, physical skills as well as our comedic skills as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you this much. You're definitely enticing me to come to the show. Uh, you know, this is something for me where I'm like, I I started at Seattle Children's Theater as a young person, uh, you know, volunteering as an usher there. And so I got to see all of the shows every season that I ushered. And I really enjoyed myself. And I, I, I'm going to tell you, when you're talking about life size, I had no idea. So I'm definitely reaching out to the contact. I will be there to see this show before December 31st comes around. But you know, when you think about something that's so unique in terms of puppeteering, tell us a bit about how you guys utilize your voice and your puppeteering skills to really evoke the emotion of Paddington throughout the show. So early on in the rehearsal process with Rockefeller Productions, who created and created and wrote this original story, um, they told us that since a lot of these kids are going to be familiar with the Paddington from the recent live action movies and the preschool series that I believe is airing on Nick Jr., they want us to kind of evoke that kind of Paddington vote because that's what the kids are going to be familiar with already. That's what they're going to connect to. But also just because they found that that voice is really good for gathering new fans as well. Because this is a really great entry point into the Paddington series as well if you're not already familiar with it. So... Part of it is trying to emulate an existing voice, but also putting our own little, putting some mustard on yes. it, some marmalade on it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The classic Paddington voice is essentially a foundation, and then we are able to kind of find our own, as Kyle was saying, a, a kind of individual sparks and a comedic flair that comes very organically through the process. And what's great is that all three of us have a slightly different variations when we play Paddington, but it's all essentially the same central figure. So it's really fun to see how maybe Anthony might play a certain scene or how I will. Um, it's always a different variation, but it's always in the same spirit of that character. And uh, Paddington is such a rich, complex character that it really allows us many different opportunities to kind of uh, play with different pitches and uh, sound effects even, uh, uh, exclamations, oh, ooh, oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's a, a very fun, uh, it's an always an engaging performance for sure. And I think the voice plays a big part in that. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and you guys really answered one of my other questions because I was going to talk about how Paddington is already so well known, you know, so I love hearing that you guys have this amazing foundation, you know, which to build upon with your own skills and talents. I mean, the show's been running for quite some time now. I know we've been showing the commercial for a while. Tell us a bit about how young uh, theater goers are experiencing Paddington Saves Christmas. Well, the first thing is for a lot of these kids, because, you know, we are just coming out of the, you know, pandemic for a lot of these kids, this is their very first theater experience with us. So that's obviously, it's not something that we take lightly because, you know, if we do our job right, they could have, you know, a lifelong love of theater. Um, And so far since we've been on tour, they have just been loving it. I, you know, some kids will just be, chanting, like trying to help Paddington throughout the show being, no, don't do that. Why? Why? And it's just so wonderful that they truly believe in the illusion of puppetry and the magic of theater in that sense. Yeah, it's always great, especially doing uh, school groups, because, um, you know, when you have the more the kind of the public matinees, parents are in the house, so the kids got to know they got to be a little more, a little more pish posh. But when it's the whole group of friends out there and it's like a big party, essentially, and that energy always transfers for us, the more excited and more entertained the kids are, that always just vibes us up to give us the best performance possible. So and, you know, age wise, it's a whole different hodgepodge. We've had, you know, little tiny three, four year olds, but also, you know, eight, nine year olds come. So. It's a whole different set of kids, and it's always interesting to see how that different age range, what jokes maybe are I get a bit, the biggest reactions, and it's always fascinating to watch that, depending on how old the kids are. Yeah, and it's also interesting for us because different audiences have different, you know, big reactions to different things. I remember there was one show a while ago where uh, Paddington does a whole bunch of different magic tricks towards the end of the show and one audience gave their applause for every magic trick yes <laughs> they're very excited by every trick and yes most of which was most of which go wrong anyway so that was very interesting for us and it, it sort of keeps things fresh for us on our end because we kind of don't know if certain things are going to get big reactions you know sometimes we get applause when Pennington walks in sometimes it doesn't and we have to sort of play with what the audience is responding to in real time. And it's hard to do that sometimes because this isn't a show where we're breaking the fourth wall. Yes. yes. They're in Seattle. We are in England. And I, we can't see them out of the window in Mr. Curry's house. So sometimes it's so hard to not react to them when they're calling out. But that's what makes getting to finally... Uh, you know, acknowledge them during the bows all the better. And with that said, though, even though the kids love it, this is really family fun. The whole family can enjoy it. I mean, some of our best performances have been these public weekend shows in Seattle. We've been on tour for a little bit, but Seattle has been just such a warm, welcoming community, especially when we have the big families come out on the weekends. Yeah, it's really a lot of fun for all ages, and I think just about anybody can get something out of it. Wow. I'm I'm telling you, that's always, for me, what is so exciting about theater. There's something so special about live shows. So I really appreciate hearing that from all of you. Uh, You know, uh, of course, I got to ask about the skills that you actually had to build up 
before becoming a puppeteer. Like, tell me something about the beginning of you being like, you know what? This is something I'm going to take as a real career move. I would love to hear some of your origin stories of what got you to where you are today. Uh, sure. Um, I guess I'll go first because I probably have the most uh, bizarre story because this is actually my first puppet production of this caliber. I'm more of a voice actor, actually, and so the voice was always kind of foundation, but uh, I'm a tour guide at the Bronx Zoo, and they would have these little puppet vignettes, and they actually asked me to start doing them, and that's kind of when it started, and from there, it just kind of blossomed off to doing Paddington. I, I also did a uh, I did an adult swim pilot and I, I did I did the wish weasel which is another one. In terms of building skill, you know, I, I definitely there was a learning curve for sure. So it was a lot of like little physical exercises, building up uh, as Kyle said before, upper body strength. Um, you know, kind of the, uh, the squeeze ball to get those fingers nice and right. Um, in the uh, being in the mirror, lip syncing your mouth with your hand. Um, but I've always had a love for puppetry, but. Uh, you know, definitely our first foyer, like into the, they essentially just threw me into the deep end of the pool with this one. So it used to be just kind of fun little, oh, I'll make a little sock puppet for fun. And then let's have fun at the zoo. And then, all right, you're in a theatrical profession, my friend. But uh, that's pretty much the exact opposite of Kyle and Anthony. They have much different stories than I do. Um, so puppetry was always a big hobby of mine starting in like high school. I got really into, you know, the works of Jim Henson and beyond that. In college, I got a, you know, um, a degree in digital media production. I just learned how to make TV, and I met some other puppeteer friends. I got a job at a theater doing backstage and onstage stuff, puppetry and regular acting. And it's, it's, things just ended up falling in your lap, especially when you're fortunate enough to, you know, we live close to New York, where a lot of the stuff is being created and built. So we're very fortunate to be near where they need us. Um, yeah, I've done lots of shows for families. Um, I've done shows like Elephant to Piggy. I've done the SpongeBob musical. So getting to do a show on this scale has been a lot of fun. And getting to bring that experience I have working with families a lot. Because not only am I a puppeteer, I'm also the puppet captain, which kind of helps. I'm the liaison between the puppeteers and the production company to kind of help figure out exactly what is and isn't possible, what we can do to help best serve the audience through this specific medium of art. So uh, my story is also kind of different for everyone else. Uh, for years, when I was a lot younger, I was mostly on track to do things with cartooning and animation, and I still sort of do that sort of thing. But uh, at some point, you know, I was watching different puppet things, and I was sort of fiddling around with doing lip sync stuff, just sort of on my own, not not even, mostly as to myself, because I was very young at the time and I wasn't thinking, oh, I should probably record this and figure out like all the monitor stuff. And then uh, this whole group of other puppeteers just happened to contact me through Instagram. And I was mostly just posting my drawings and they they figured I I would be good with doing puppetry and they wanted me to do stuff in their short films they were making and things like that. And they already realized I had the lip sync down very well already. So I was kind of already ahead of the curve in, in a way. And so from there, I've just been doing lots of things for them. And I'm still able to tap into, you know, the cartooning stuff I was always doing because 
I get a lot of things from friends or other clients asking me to design puppets, you know, doing character designs and things like that. And so this show is a, a very special thing for me too, because I kind of didn't have any theater experience going in. Uh, I didn't do anything in school or anything like that. Uh, I not even that much of a theater person, but they liked me because I was good with puppetry and they were looking for puppeteers over at Rockefeller because all of their shows, you know, they, they do Wayne the Pooh and Very Hungry Caterpillar and stuff like that. All of these very puppet intensive shows. And so they, they're looking for people who are able to do that stuff well and we, we all do those things well, I guess. <laughs> hey, well, you know, I appreciate the diversity of all of y'all's stories. I mean, that is huge in terms of, you know, people being able to see that there are a wide variety of ways that you can, one can find themselves in puppetry. I am so excited to come and see this show. I have a nine-year-old who is very familiar with Paddington. So I am sure he is going to love it. Um, I look forward to seeing y'all on that stage. I know we have the overlay here. Paddington Saves Christmas. I want to make sure folks get their tickets, come out and enjoy this show at Seattle Children's Theater. Uh, you guys have been running for quite some time and I just appreciate y'all shifting today, making time to be with me. It's so great to connect with all three of you. And again, I cannot wait to see this show. Uh, Kyle, Anthony, Ricky, thank you all so, so much. And stay warm out there as much as you possibly possibly can. We'll certainly try. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Trey. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Absolutely, y'all. See you at the theater. Yes. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. It's so great, y'all, to, to hear all of the amazing ways that people get into the field of theater and specifically puppetry. I've never been able to speak to anyone who is a puppeteer. So this was a real treat for me. I, I will that it was a treat for all of you. And of course, the treats continue right after this short break. I get to tune in with our guy, Blazing Space from Weird at Night, coming up to talk all about their Friday night special. I know the tea is going to be hot. All right. <laughs> Make sure you guys stay tuned right after this short break. You're watching the David Trey. A world of wonder awaits at Pacific Northwest Ballet's The Nutcracker. Treat your loved ones to the Northwest's favorite holiday tradition at Seattle Center's McCall Hall. Tickets start at $27. Visit pnb.org. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME, and a housing counselor stepped in, talked to our lender, and saved our home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHalf.org. That's WashingtonHAF.org. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, and I am so excited to have my next guest joining me. It is time for me to connect with Blazing Space from Weird at Night. Hi, Blazing! Hey, Trey! It's so good to see you. The tea, indeed, is hot. 
Send in love to you. Send in love to everybody watching, you know, whether it's Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or New Year's. I hope everybody has some sort of special thing going on. I know I'm glad to be warm and cozy with my little baby stardust. Oh, there it is. You know, it, I, I'm telling you, this is... Uh, I'm loving that we have the technology to be able to shift when necessary like this. So thank you so much for making the shift. And we have something special we get to share with the audience, right? To kind of key up what y'all are doing on this special tonight. Shall we get into that? Sure, we can get right into that because I, as you know, I like to bring gifts when we're on the show with you. And as you just mentioned, of course, one of the gifts I like to give from time to time is a script for you. So, but right before we get into the script, it's perfect that we had the Paddington crew on because now you and I get to <laughs> be silly in front of them. Um, but what I was going to bring for y'all is uh, I've got a shirt here for Omari because Omari, of course, has been so uh, awesome repping Weird at Night. So it's a Weird at Night jersey. And y'all are so great with the compassionate action and attacking with love and having a talk show. In a morning show, you know you've got to have a good, well, I can't take this part off, but you've got to have a good mug. Oh, that's amazing. This will be coming to the studio for you. Thank <laughs> you so much. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful. We appreciate you so, so much. Hey, thank you for attacking with love, Trent. Always. You know, I, I'm telling you, it is some of the funnest things uh, that I get to do when I get those scripts from you and I hear all of the amazing ways you do all of these adult voices. I'm telling you, before we started working together behind the scenes, I was like, how many people do they have doing all this? And you are phenomenal. So you're absolutely right. It was perfect timing to have the Paddington crew here today because you are doing this all the time and you do it so effortlessly well. The animation and everything is is on point. I keep sharing Weird at Night with folks because I'm like, y'all, this is a different kind of production all in and of itself. So kudos to all the work you do behind the scenes to bring it through for all of us. Oh, thank you, Trey. You're right. And like, it is actually a big crew of people. I do do a lot of the voices, but now we have a uh, Deontay Damper has stepped into the Wanniverse as the Barefoot Messiah in our big whodunit. Uh, Basa Gordon has entered as Dr. Basa Gordon and has been analyzing our auto rights, which are sort of like Dada, surreal stream of consciousness that everybody watching the show gets to participate in. And then those auto rights are what influence these sort of strange scripts I write, you know? And then luckily I've got people like Curtis Carver, Freddie Dalmastar, um, and like I just said, Deontay, Terry Monstrosity, uh, Madsy in the end times, all these other artists who come in and we do just like we're doing this morning, a sort of Zoom call like this, and we get the script out and we bring it to life. And usually it's just one take. <laughs> and <laughs> so I thought it would be cool for people to see us do it and, and uh, encourage other people with like art you do, life you do, you know, to like, it's all practice. Let it live out there. On to the next moment. That's right. That's right. And you know what? You are so right in terms of the beauty you can create when you get folks that are just excited to create together. I have been able to experience that. I love that parts of my Converge family are joining in. This is so amazing because we all have such different talents and things to add. So I love that. I'm ready when you are. I'll let you start and take it away. We'll get going on this script roll. 
All right, so to set the stage, uh, we've got a talking pink cloud. There's an alien named Sam Circle, and Triana Holiday uh, has been split into two. We had an earthquake in the Waniverse, so that's created a bunch of doppelgangers. And so now uh, there's Triana Holiday, the voice of truth in the Waniverse, and Trey Halloween, the voice of rumors, gossip, and fibs. <sighs> okay, and this is our Wangsmith special. We're live on the set. Patrick is hosting the show until he suddenly realizes that he's actually a flat cartoon instead of a live action self. He tries to get through the intro, but all these characters keep coming on the screen and interrupting him. And this is Patrick. We're going to do the auto right live on the air to bring everyone full circle. The alien Sam Circle arrives. Hello, thanks for inviting me. You weren't invited. We don't have to put it like that, Pink Cloud. It's not that you weren't invited, Sam. I just said full circle, not Sam circle. I'm trying to announce what's happening on this episode. Did you hear that, Waniverse? He needs an announcer, and he didn't even call McGruff. He did what? Trey Halloween, what are you doing here? My ears were burning because I heard the gossip about this romance between Sam circle and the pink cloud. The goblin bird Mandy Ravage flies into frame. I heard that too! Did everyone hear that? Or is it just my super hearing? Bang Bang Butterfly also flies in. I heard they tied the knot. At least that's what Trey Halloween told me. I'm, I'm confused. Who am I dating? You are entangled with the pink cloud, Sam. You're absolutely in love with them. I am? He is? That's what I heard. Two small puppies arrive with their tongues hanging out, wearing Noirland police uniforms. This is Lieutenant Suave and Lieutenant Pickle. Just because it's something you hood doesn't make it the truth, does it? I mean, it's still real, even if it isn't true. Louis the bartender arrives. Everything is real, Pickle. And everything is always changing. Blazing Space appears. I'm getting confused. Are Sam Circle and the Pink Cloud dating? What is the truth here? Then I Triana Holiday enters and magic fills the air. The music and the scene changes. Everyone gasps. <gasps> As Triana speaks, the characters grow quiet and attentive. The lighting turns dramatic and it spotlights Triana. The truth is always changing, but that doesn't mean you don't know what it is. Whimsical Wanksmithes! It's Emmy Award-winning journalist Triana Holiday, the voice of truth in the one of us. She is returning home from a three-month book tour, celebrating their acclaimed novel, The Book About the Trial About the Book of Datum III. Yes. Thank you, McGruff. I had a wonderful time traveling around this Waniverse, telling its weirdos about what I learned this summer on Weird at Night. But then I tuned in to see the show last Saturday night. I tuned in and I watched Weird at Night. And what did I see? What did you see? I see Trey Halloween telling lies on her talk show and everybody believed her. I see the spectacle bear ignored at Louie's beloved pub, Bear Glasses. I see a barefoot messiah running circles around a shoe detective. I see blazing space getting spaced out and the moniker bear being at, getting accessed in. Uh, you weren't paying attention. We won't? At the trial, you remember the earthquake? Mm-hmm. When Mandy made the deal with Dante, the ruler of hell and beyond, to stop global warming? Mm-hmm. 
and it simultaneously created an earthquake splitting the Wanaverse in two, somehow then creating all these doppelgangers and other versions of ourselves? Yep. Well, in the middle of all that, Triana made this excellent speech about, uh, what did, what did she say? Uh, you don't remember? Something about, something about seeing. Yeah, something about seeing and a solution. That's right, McGruff. You almost had it. I told you to try and see yourselves as a part of the solution, but you weren't paying attention. I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. What weren't we paying attention to? The truth. That is, the, despite your problems in this Wanniverse, you are all connected and you need to take care of each other by acknowledging the truth. Gosh, it's good to have the voice of truth back in the Wanniverse. Your actions matter. Your thoughts matter. And you can make a difference in when you find a way to see yourself as a part of the solution, y'all. Right now, I see all of you gathered around here, Patrick, and, and you're all trying to figure out what to do with this episode of Weird at Night. But did anyone ask Patrick what he wants to do with his show? Oh, thank you, Treyana. I'd really just like to hit play on this Wanksmith special, but my animated arms can't reach the keyboard. Well, Mandy, you can fly, can't you? I can! I'll dim the lights. We can make the popcorn. That's the spirit. Happy Wanksmiths! <laughs> Happy Wanksmiths! <laughs> Happy Wanksmiths! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. So that is going to be the dialogue that's on the show tonight in the cartoon. I'm, there's no more takes. That that will be brought to life later. Oh, Blazin, <laughs> that is so much fun. I cannot thank you enough for including me in the Wanniverse. Y'all are fantastic. It is a whole experience, and it allows me to be silly in some of the best ways. Make sure folks know how to catch this special going on tonight. Oh, absolutely. 10 p.m. right where you're watching me right now on the screen. 10 p.m. right here. Come back for the Wanksmith special. Weird at night, Friday night, tonight, 10 p.m. on Converge Media. Then we take next week off from Weird at Night and we return in January every Saturday night at 10 p.m. But come back 10 p.m. tonight to see Trey Halloween in the Wanksmith special. I'm so excited. Thank you again for shifting and joining me. I can't wait to see you in person. Get those gifts in hand. Thank you for the gifts as always. Y'all are always so thoughtful. We appreciate y'all. Can't wait to see the special tonight. Oh, thank you, Trey. Yeah. <laughs> there it is, y'all. Of course, what a fun show today. I get to wrap it all up right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Join us this holiday season at the Fifth Avenue Theater and feel the power of love overflowing with The Wiz. Filled with soaring soul and R&B songs, it's an effervescent explosion of music, dance, and magic your whole family will love. Ease on down the yellow brick road with Dorothy as she learns home isn't really where you live. It's who you love. The Wiz at the Fifth Avenue Theater, November 19th through December 23rd. Tickets at fifthavenue.org. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. What a fun episode today. 
course, I get to thank all of my guests, Kyle, Anthony, and Ricky from Paddington Saves Christmas, and of course, Blazing Space from Weird at Night. So much fun, honestly, to talk with three professional puppeteers and then to do some amazing fun script reading and voiceover work for my two characters in the Wannaverse. That is Trey on a holiday, the voice of truth, and also Trey Halloween, the queen of gossip. So you know what? I just want to share with y'all to have fun, right? Life is about that. Do the things that also bring spark into your life and Playing those characters with the whole Weird at Night family is one of those things I get to do. So I'm so glad I got to share that with you all. Uh, you know, there are some amazing shows going on. And so maybe when the roads clear out, you can get your tickets. Uh, clearly tonight, last night of the Wiz, I uh, hope the roads like clear up so folks can get it. If you haven't seen it, it's a phenomenal show. I went a couple of times because it was so good. Um, if you can... And and, and you're, uh, you can do it safely, get your tickets to the Wiz tonight for their last performance. Also, y'all saw that Paddington Saves Christmas going on at Seattle Children's Theater until December 31st. So you got some time to check that out moving into next week. And also, um, there is an amazing show, Moulin Rouge, happening at uh, Paramount Theater right now. These are some phenomenal shows that are coming to our city. Uh, and I'm telling y'all, as someone who loves going to these live shows, I have just been so impressed with the set, the costumes, the the talent, the singing. I mean, I'm telling you, I just have yet to be like disappointed with anything. So if you can, when the roads clear up, get out there and enjoy some of these amazing holiday shows uh, that are here for us all, family-friendly, good times. Um, also, next week, we will be taking the week off. That is right. Uh, I will be coming back to the day with Trey on January 4th. So we're going to take some time off. And in that time, I will be seeing The Nutcracker. That's right. That's another show uh, that I want to tell y'all about. The Nutcracker is going on until the 27th, and I will be there. I'm so excited. My family will be joining me. Uh, that is my birthday. So shout out to the birthday love. I love all of y'all because you always give me great birthday wishes. Thank y'all so much for being with us today as we made the shift. I can't wait to be back with you in 2023, January 4th. Y'all will see me uh, in studio, I'm sure. Let's see how this icy weather does over the next week or so. But I want to send all of you love. Stay safe out there. Please be careful on these roads. Let's be checking out for our neighbors. If you have extra cans of food that you can share with those who may need it, if you have extra resources, toiletries, uh, let's just care for our neighbors. Now is the time for us to be able to come together. It's a great opportunity to live as one, the one that we are in this world. I want to thank you all for joining me today. And for me, until January 4th at 11 a.m. <laughs> we
Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.